Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 226. And this week, Hellraiser. Yeah, uh, the... Uh... 2022 yes, the, release the new one, of Hellraiser. Yes, yeah, the, not, not the original remake, one. reboot, boot, make, re-re, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, well... It, mean, is it just a cont- continuation along the line? Well, I, th- I mean, I think it is like restarting... Reimagining? The fact that it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't follow mm-hmm. any previous... Yeah. But it's obviously also, you know, an original story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Who did this original story? Uh, so this one has a story by David Esquire, Ben Collins, and Luke Pietroski, and a screenplay by Ben Collins and Luke Pietroski, and directed by David Bruckner. Uh-huh. And it was released uh, October 2022. Yeah. Appropriately. So, yeah. A Halloween movie. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know anything going into this. It was a Hulu. Yeah. Straight on. Straight to right. Hulu release. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Kind of like uh, Prey, I guess. Yeah, in the same in the same boat. Both of those movies I could have seen, except they're not from the same. No, they're like from different studios. Yeah, like yeah, diff- yeah. they were just picked up for distribution. Yeah. I mean, they're both the kind of movies where because Prey went. If they had come out a number of years, like twenty nineteen, I could have seen them in the theater. Well, like, Prey went like um, for us went to right to Disney Plus, Disney Plus, yeah, uh, Star. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Hellraiser did not, so I guess no. they had a different distribution thing. Mm-hmm. It is currently on Prime Video yes. for streaming here. Yeah. Um, which I assume in the States is still on Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's a Hulu. It's, that's its home. Um, there's a couple other places you can watch. I mean, obviously, if you want to just, like, yeah, you know, pay your two ninety nine or whatever, you yeah, can yeah. watch oh, it. Yeah, like all movies, of you course. can just watch them anywhere, of you course. know, at that point. Of course. Um, but I have a Prime but, account, so... Oh, I, yeah, there you go. I watched uh, it there. Mm-hmm. Um... So, going into this, I'd only seen, like, a, the, I guess it was probably the teaser trailer teaser for trailer. this. I never, I don't think I even ever watched the full trailer. Because I was like, this is for sure the kind of thing they're going to show too much in a trailer. And I, yeah. knowing I wanted to see it, because I had sort of heard the, the, like, Clive Barker gave it the thumbs up. So, I was like, okay, you know, I'm. Well, I'm, I think, yeah. I, I'm like, okay, if he's happy, then I'll probably be happy. And then. So at that point, I was like, okay, knowing what trailers do nowadays, I was like, I, keep me ignorant well, at least a little he, bit, you he's, know. He's been involved in, like, because it took many, many years, like, that to get to where they actually made this. Mm-hmm. Um, there were many, been a long road, many iterations, yeah. and it was, like, sort of development hell for a long time. And obviously, by the time it was actually made, it's probably very different than what they were, had originally planned. Um, but you know, it was always a thing where Barker was trying to, uh, you know, kind of getting back involved in, in making, making a Hellraiser movie that he sort of approved of, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, and at various points over the years of the development, um, you know, he was going to be much more involved, like possibly even, you know, just making the film himself like Mm -hmm. he did with the, the original, um, but you know, and then various directors came on and left, and various writers came on and left, and it went stretched on and on and on. And I mean, in the final thing, he is credited as a producer, but that often doesn't mean a whole lot. Park so your car I don't a lot. know how much actual like involvement because <laughs> I haven't seen. I couldn't find any real references to like how much direct involvement uh, he has in it. But certainly, he's not against it to the same degree that he probably was to a lot of the other like franchise yeah. things where it was yeah. all owned by just a company and they were just pumping them out. This, this was definitely um, a, I did, I too had like a hard time finding any like, like concrete stuff on like develop development notes or production, like production. It was yeah. like, it was all very sparse, which is like compared to like say prey, yeah. which there was so much information about that right. one. You know, it's it's not just because of like okay, it didn't go to theater, it, it yeah, doesn't yeah. get that kind of stuff. It just like no, no, nobody's anybody involved isn't like passing that information on yet. I guess. Yeah. Maybe, but I think you know. like the legal case to that settled like mm-hmm. where oh well, who gave could? the rights back to Clyde Barker? Yeah, was actually not until after this film was made, basically. Yeah, 
So going forward, he has the rights. And so, um, you know, anything going forward, whether they follow this up mm-hmm. or, you know, whether they do something else entirely, um, it's, yeah. def- it's definitely fully in his control now. So we'll see see how that yeah. goes. Um, yeah. Uh, Clyde Barker gained the U.S. rights to Hellraiser on December 19th of 2021. Yeah. So, th- yeah, this movie so was after, already... Well after this was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this movie basically. was finished and then sat on for, for, like, over a year before it... it uh... But that was going on, like... like uh, He got that in, in 2021. He got the rights back. Yeah. But, like, the article citing that mm-hmm. was a year before that yeah. and so the legal battle of course had been going on for ages for mm-hmm. him to yeah. to uh yeah be able to do stuff um so yeah i mean it's well because so much stuff had been done without his yeah yeah i mean know, everything like, all the bad stuff right <laughs> yeah i mean everything except for i guess the first two mm-hmm. somewhat i mean i think he had even the some, second one was yeah he had some involvement in the second one just because yeah. it's a direct follow-up it still mm-hmm. retains m- much of the cast yeah. of the first, and it's you know pretty much picks up where the first left off. Mm-hmm. So it, that was more of a direct sequel. I think that he did have some level of involvement in the second. I'm not sure how much. Certainly, he wasn't you know writer director like he was with the first. But yeah. but uh, you know I, I believe he had some involvement. But that was it for sure. <laughs> Certainly nothing after that. No. Um, and I pretty much gave up. Oh, I never after, saw anything after the, the second one. one. I never even saw the third one. I watched the you, third you one. You warned me off it. <laughs> well, I watched the third one because I was like, well, it's the third one, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. They had the first two. They were fine. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. the original's like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. The second one is, it's interesting. Like, yep. it, it definitely expands the universe a lot further. And then the third was just like, this is just crap. This is just like a, like any old it's like a joke. movie. <laughs> But like not a good one, <laughs> and and, uh, uh, and then yeah. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much done on that. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, it's a fascinating concept, you know. So it was. I was very surprised how. And this, of course, I guess is one of those things. The franchise has existed for long enough now that they didn't need to play anything like like lore wise. They didn't have to play stuff close to the vest. But I was still surprised how quick to the to the to the cut they were to be like well, invoking less... like Leviathan yeah, and I mean, stuff like that. I was like I was like, whoa, we're we're dropping that already. Definitely... Like we're fifteen minutes into sure. this movie. Holy cow. It's well um. <laughs> Yeah, it's more all encompassing. Like it's less of like the 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 original film was obviously left a lot more kind of vague and more mm-hmm. sort of um Well it's more it's mysterious. Like, yeah, it's, it's left a lot the first more one was very like short story horror kind of yeah. kind of telling. Where we're, yeah, we're going to keep it vague. It's going to be more horror than story. Yeah, it's gonna, it was a lot you know, more sort of mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like this one has very clear cut like rules of how mm-hmm. things work. Mm-hmm. You know, they got this kind of weird like final destination kind of aspect where it's yeah. like you know someone gets jabbed with the with their next and then it's like they become like the next thing you know although there's some wiggle room around that Mm because it's like i guess whoever like you know started it gets to like have a certain amount of choice i don't know it's a little bit confusing but it was it seemed it was like whoever started it yeah uh then it was it was basically you kill yourself or or you have to find a replacement. Yeah, that's why I started thinking it was a little bit like it's a little final destination. Final destination. But, but I, then of but course like every the time of... somebody dies, yeah. the box goes through another transformation, and yeah. you've got the next step. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the, and then of course which, each step requires a sacrifice, and if you can't keep up, yeah, yeah, it's through this. It was the seven step program of, yeah, of yeah. the cube. Well, I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought that that was pretty cool. How mm. it changes its shape and has the different configurations. Yeah, the configurations. Um, that's such a great word. They just yeah, keep using well, that's that. Yeah. Like basically in the original thing, like okay, so in the original like novella, yeah, uh, the Hellbound Heart. Uh, they refer to the box as the Lamartian configuration because right. the Lamartian was like the the weird, you know, the dude who built it basically. Yeah. yeah. And then 
um, in the movie, in the original movie, it's the lament configuration yeah. is what they refer to it as. So they keep that L theme. Yeah. And then in this one, they have like multiple configurations yeah. and they all have the L theme. Yeah, yeah. All, they, like, they all use like fancy words. L for something. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the lament configuration being yeah. the the being the basic box mm -hmm. one that yeah. we're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, and um, then and then each like because they're like they're like they Greek words or whatever, or, or and then each yeah ha, has like a, a a definition of like well, you know it's, it's, resurrection. Yeah, or, I mean it's not a definition. I mean they're not directly yeah, yeah. related. Well, because the, the Lazarus configuration is the resurrection yeah, configuration, yeah, yeah. right, and stuff like that. But that's that, just but. because they were it was a lucky. thing. That's a lucky draw on right? that one. Yeah, but it's yeah. you know like one of them's life, one of them's love, one of them's you know, you know power is the final one. Yeah, power. Yeah, Leviathan obviously. Um, yeah, well, I noticed that right away when at the beginning, like the sort of prologue part, mm -hmm. when the final thing and it, and it turns to that kind of elongated diamond shape, yeah, which yeah. is the shape of the Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It like actually takes the shape of, mm -hmm. of Leviathan for its like final form. And then like later on when they were sort of explaining the lore, yeah. it, it like straight up confirms that like, oh, that's the Leviathan configuration. Yeah. And it's like in the shape the of, final. of Leviathan yeah. itself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, and it corresponds to power, you yeah, know, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, you get the, what is it, the, the, because it was Roland Voigt and he's got his audience with yeah. God, which is the Leviathan. And yeah, you get yeah. like kind of like, like, what do you wish for? You know, well, you know. I suppose it is, you know, it's yeah. that it's the God of hell, I suppose, mm -hmm. if you want to look at it that yeah. way. So, but the, 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 the wishes are all, the, the granting is all monkey's paw. Right, well, of like course, all, because yeah. <laughs> you're, look what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with hell. You're dealing with yeah. Cenobites. Mm -hmm. um, I also it was cool how because one of the things is like they have their new like pinhead. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, like that was something where because that was never a term that mm -hmm. that Bar Clyde Barker used. No, that was really straight... did not like that. Yeah. Um, because uh, it's usually well, like it was kind of. Well, pinhead's an insult, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, it's like kind of, it sounds like you're yeah. kind of making us stupid. And yeah. what it came from is it originally came from like, uh, like crew on like the movie, the first like movie, oh. just casually like refer to it. And then it became like a fan thing right. where the fans kind of identified. And then of course, like when Barker wasn't in control of the series and stuff and it was just being they could just ran with this, it. Like, yeah. horror franchise. And then they basically just turned, you know, pinhead into just, just another yeah. like horror villain basically, right? Which is never what the you know no. was originally intended no. so when clive barker came back and wrote like more stuff about it and like when he refers to it he always refers to that character as like the hell priest right mm -hmm. yes uh yeah. and interestingly if you watch in this movie uh the priest is what that character is always yeah identified as yeah so in the subtitles in the, it's yeah, identified as the, the priest. like when they talk and i didn't look at the credits but i imagine in the credits it probably is as well yeah yeah um but yeah, that character is only identified as the priest, because mm -hmm. um, you know there's the different, there's like the chatterer and the, which is cool because that's another reimagining of an original. Yeah, right? chatterer was was in the original film. Yeah, so you know it's cool to see like the different different mm -hmm. reimaginings of the original, uh, the original ones. Because of course, like the Cenobites are such a minor thing in the original. Film. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. only show up right at the very end, mm -hmm. and that's you know it's not really what the movie's about. It's more just no. kind of the payoff. Yeah. Um, this was sort of, I mean, I, I wasn't, I mean, you know, this movie got, like, decent yeah, score. I would, like, yeah. I think it's, like, 60-something percent. And I can't really disagree too much with that because... Yeah, 65 yeah. Honestly, it's probably a little higher than I would put it. Um, well, the audience score is 58, which is a little lower, yeah, but... Yeah, that's kind of more cuz like for me it was like it was good visually for sure. Uh, uh I, I love the effects when like the Cenobites are coming and yeah. the with the walls like sure, break up. which they yes. did in the original, oh, yeah, yeah, but it yeah, was yeah. like but obviously you, a much more low yeah. tech you know, and, version and of it. They do it because they, well, they do it so much here. Yeah. And even like when they're out, like when they're trying to get away from yeah. Voight's house there, my, and the the ground does it. Yeah. And my yeah. favorite aspect of that was when at the very end, not the very end, but like the in mm -hmm. the climax. Yeah. When when he calls like when he finishes and he calls down oh yeah, yeah. to have like an audience with yeah. Leviathan. And, you know, there's the big duh, duh, and it pulls out. 
and it's like his estate. The house is in the middle of the hell maze. It, the, yeah. The, yeah, the actual labyrinth of hell is like yeah, yeah. is now like was what you see around it. Yeah, and Leviathan above. Yeah. And I, I was because I was at first I was like okay, because they were showing because they had the whole thing with the like how it's all built with all the steel like. You know, oh, he built the, the, he built like the, that, the cage so almost, around his house. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It like almost looks like the house is like a box, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah, a yeah, like yeah, puzzle yeah, box. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's like he did. Uh, what do they call that? It's like a Faraday cage he built yeah. to keep the Cenobites out. Well, well that too, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but also just in general, mm-hmm. like the the part. Oh, because it's all the squares, and then the it becomes shapes. the diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, and so when it's moving around and stuff like that, and then you could see that, like, oh, it's like you know, he's because he's you know, he's gonna have his audience with his quote-unquote god yeah yeah and you see like kind of the shape of like sort of leviathan forming and i was like leviathan's not gonna like appear like above the house just out in the country yeah yeah no no we took the house to what i like is it makes it look like no (laughs) like now it it sort of manifests like hell around the house kind of and i was like okay that's cool that really works and i liked how it looked you know just like basically a modern version of the original yeah uh you know version of it which was really neat. So that was really cool. So visually, I really liked it. I like the story in terms of like uh, the basic ideas of um, sort of uh, not so much the the kind of like like oh like going through the vic- you know you're marked and you need your soul and stuff like that. that but, was you a mean, bit, but you mean like the stuff with like oh like but like the, she's working with the yeah, guy like, like and having, they steal the thing. Yeah, like all and the, then, oh, but he's actually yeah, like the plot. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like plot, the plot was the plot good. Was good. Yeah. Um, but, but some thought, of the other stuff, but like, like for me, like, what really let it down was the characters. Oh, really? Eh? I was very unimpressed with these characters oh. because like, there's nobody who really like, there's no real, there's nobody to really follow that really kind of, cause, cause all throughout this movie, it's like all a bunch of, well, you know, they're all going to die, right? Like, you know how <laughs> in, in like Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. the joke is, is that like the, 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 the leading man, like, you know, the, the, the yeah. handsome white guy that's like the leading man type. Yeah. That's the Kurt Russell character. Yeah. Is actually completely useless. Yeah. Yeah. And has yeah. no idea what's going on. And like, he's essentially the sidekick because mm-hmm. he doesn't know this world. Yeah. And it was like having a movie where every character is that character, mm-hmm. but you don't have the actual characters that know what's going on. Yeah. Because well, this entire movie, the no, the char- every character, including our protagonist, yeah. is just constantly going, what? What? What's going on? What? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. What? Well, because like, the, only mm. per- the only person who knew what was going on, well, until a certain point in the movie, like yeah. when they start to really, like, like, um... Uh, Riley's character, then yeah. sure she's sort of the main character. Yeah, uh, figures it out. Is is like technically but, like Roland. Uh, Roland is the the. Uh, I mean, I Roland guess. Roy is, but like well, he's the only one who knows how it all works. But right. we don't get to him until yeah. so I late mean, in the film. Like, we get like that little bit prologue, that little prologue, and then and then get, like once they like, get he to shows the, once back up at, yeah. the, at the oh, end. and he's all like messed up. That was crazy. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Uh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, for me, I wasn't. But I just. It's been a I, long. It was just so. For me, it was just kind of like, oh my god! Like it's just watching people run around with like no, you know, like it, like I understand like in a horror movie, like they shouldn't be overly like. like see, I felt they weren't either. They were neither overly confident. Yeah. Which always is like. In a like in a horror need, movie, I'm like, like the, I need the overly confident yeah. person is. Oh well, you're dead first. And then, yeah. but I, I didn't feel that they were, like, underconfident. I felt they were just, like, they were reacting to an I, I unimaginable situation. Enough, there wasn't enough, like, development of the characters where, like, you start out, like, obviously they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes you'll have, like, like they'll encounter somebody that will, get, like, kind of know some more stuff. And that's kind of like what they had with the... Oh, when they talked to the, the lady there. in the... Um, yeah. Yeah, that worked for him. Uh, what was her name there? Oh, Serena. Yeah, yeah, like they go and they talk to her. Maniker. yeah. So that's kind of your moment where normally you would be like, oh, mm-hmm. we'll talk to the person. But like, nope, she didn't really offer any real insight other than just like box bad. Yeah. You know? I mean, the thing is, is and then, Trevor knew. He I mean, just, or well, he, he knew didn't know more. much. I mean, he knew a bit more, but. But he wasn't telling. Yeah. Which is like, why would That was she, supposed to be a twist. She, yeah, yeah. When she. Uh, went to him. Uh, I can't do anything about I that. I know, I know, I know. Uh, 
when she went to him and explained like stuff was happening, he yeah. I thought, wow, he's so quick to believe her. Yeah. But I was like, oh, maybe that's the they're playing that angle, and they sort of did play that angle in the movie. Yeah, they did. They I really appreciated how they steered away from like, no, you're just crazy. Like it was always like, okay, it's not well, that we first. May, it's we maybe what kind of drugs are you? Yeah, on well, first, what's kind of well as, as a substance which, which abuser? Which the idea that I mean, I love the whole like recovering addict. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it becomes the main character of these yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, it works great. It was it worked. It was amazing in the Evil Dead remake. Yes, which they did the same thing. Uh, and and it worked. Oh really yeah, I haven't well seen that. that yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, it's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I knew about. I know how, about the plot. Stuff, I mean, that's not I, really a spoiler. Literally, yeah, yeah. the beginning of the movie, like how the whole setup to the movie is, the I group of friends that, that go the, out to the cabin. They set that up in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not going out for like a vacation or something. No, they're going it's a, out to basically like as to to help the, their friends mm-hmm. who's like basically trying to get off drugs and and mm-hmm. uh, and um, she. Uh, you know, like she's going to be going through withdrawal, basically, right? Yeah. And so they go to this like remote cabin to like try to, yeah. you know, deal with that. Um, and it's awesome, right? Um, because yeah, you have that thing of like when things start to go wrong, the first thing everyone's going to be is like, oh, like what can are you back? Are you back on drugs? Like, what yeah. kind of drug? Yeah. Well, yeah. What have you done? You know, blah. Yeah. It, hey, it's the it's the puts the reasonable doubt. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. it gives you like a good a realistic kind of extra step of like, mm-hmm. okay, like here's an extra step of like why yeah. they wouldn't immediately, and you know. Also, um, uh, and yet, Riley and yet was still also, it comes from a place of care. And also right? at the start of the film That's too, the genius of it. Riley's also self-aware enough yeah. of her habits mm-hmm. that she also immediately is like, Oh, I, like what did I take? Oh yeah, I yeah. Like, well, especially because of the nature of how this, yeah. well, like, she's relaxing too. Like and, she thinks yeah. that like, you know, if she thinks that she's just seeing things, yeah, it's like, you know, because of the way that it's so like not concrete. It's yeah. like you just see Dream flashes like of things, and, or yeah, you yeah. see a shadow, or you see, mm-hmm. you know, you hear a noise, yeah, or you know what I mean. Like it, it it's so such a slow burn, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But um, see, I I was torn a bit because like, I thought this was a good movie, like I enjoyed this movie, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's probably better than most of the. It's been a long time well. since I've seen, like, and it's and it's so different. I mean, all the movies are so different than one mm-hmm. than the first Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, even two, which is kind this of a is definitely the most but, similar to two. Yeah, that's by sort far. Of, but because I'm like, I enjoyed this movie, but I like I think it's a good movie, but I don't know if it's a good Hellraiser movie. And I'm like, but what does that even mean? Considering I mean, most of the Hellraiser movies are right. just like bad well, splatterfests, right? So, you know? so it Hellraiser became more of just kind of a yeah. semi-generic. I don't think they're ever going to make a movie like the first one again. Well, I don't. Th- you know, no, like, I mean, I don't think you need to. I mean, yeah. that would be like if they had instead of doing this, if they just made a remake. Yeah, yeah. I guess that would have been. Would that have been good? Yeah, probably. No, that would have been very unsatisfying. Right. right? So yeah. with this, I feel like this kind of reminds me a little bit of the sort of approach of like. Um, like the 2009 Friday the 13th kind of yeah, thing where yeah. you don't make a direct remake but what you do is you go back to like the earliest films and you take elements mm-hmm. out of those and incorporate yeah. them in a new way mm-hmm. right so like having things like the the like the labyrinth of hell and Leviathan and all that kind of stuff like already like having that established in this yeah when that's like, oh, like, well, yeah, I remember that. Like, it's straight from the second movie, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, some of the other, or like, you know, the flaying victims yeah. is like kind of straight from, you know, from the, well, all of the movies, really, yeah, but yeah, yeah. especially the first. Oh, when they get, I mean, uh, talk about a crazy sequence. Yeah. When they take Nora from the yeah. car oh, yeah. and like it does the hell walls. Yeah. But yeah. It doesn't so, so they like, don't really it, notice at first. Yeah. But it's doing it to the van itself. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. And then they, on all of course the chains and they yeah. get her. Yeah. And, yeah it was pretty yeah. crazy. Well, that was the first, like, cause that was like when, when, Pinhead, when, when the priest yeah. gets like that first sort of like big monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Of like explaining sort of, yeah. well, explaining mm-hmm. uh, things, you know, but like, that sort of, I, I think in the in the uh, in the uh, synopsis, they like they refer to it as uh, the the hell priest uh, is taunting. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I suppose you could look at it that way. In the, in terms of like in a very sort of, you know, kind of uh, 
creepy kind of way, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of the fact that, like, you know, like, ah, well, you know, this is this is what we're about, and you're yeah. about you're about to yeah. find out and yeah. understand exactly what that is, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, the whole time I was like, say the line, say the line. They didn't say it till really close to the end. The, we have we have such sites, sites to, to show you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. They really classic. saved that for the for yeah. The, uh, but I mean, you know, it's always that argument of like, do uh, you, you don't overplay, do it, right? Do it, or because you don't want to like be yeah. too much like fan servicey. Um, but at the same time, like, it's good to, to have those classic yeah. touchstones. Um, but, um... Oh, for a bit, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe that's just, like, the one cliche they don't want to lean on. Yeah. Like, they, you know, because I'm, I mean, again, not having seen any of those later ones, I'm sure that is just, like... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm know, sure it gets tired. I'm sure the dialogue is just awesome. And, I, I'm, and, sure, I'm sure it gets tired, very tired. No, yeah. I, I just, I just didn't think... I just thought the characters could have used a little more development. Mm -hmm. Like there was not too much in terms of, um, they were a little too like, uh, well, I just, they felt every day, they felt very railroaded on the plot that they were trying to do. Right. Right. Because it was very kind of just like, well, at any given moment, (laughs) you're all dead anyway. Like at any given moment, (laughs) each character has to act like this. In order to get to the next thing. Yeah. And then, so, like, if they, you know, and so it didn't feel like they really had real choices. Yeah. And obviously, the illusion of characters having right. choices is an illusion. Yeah. It, you know, the, the story is written. It's, they're playing out yeah, the movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, The, yeah, the plot yeah. is written. So, like, obviously, when the illusion of characters having choices is an illusion. However, if it's well done enough, yeah. it doesn't feel like an illusion. It feels like... Mm-hmm. Like oh like these are p- real people making real decisions like that's that's how good movies yeah, are yeah. right yeah. not not good I mean I shouldn't a competently that, written but like yeah. really good you know like yeah, like yeah. that's what takes it to the next level yeah right so I wouldn't say it was bad mm. uh, it's probably like I said better than most of the sequels it's probably one of the better Hellraiser yeah. movies just on the nature of the fact that they tried to stick to you know a fairly you know that more that original feel of like that that creeping mysterious mm-hmm. kind of but it just felt a bit like you know it just felt like kind of they were just filling in the blanks like oh let's go to this thing and then let's uh, go to this thing and then let's the, go to this thing the, it was a bit the, the, that was the thing i think i like i i appreciated like the creativity in the in the details yeah but the story beats were very but like it, we, we, you know, there was no big surprises yeah. there. Other and, than not that that's necessary. I mean, okay, in horror movies. Other than like, I mean, there were a few. I guess there, there were surprises, um, but they were all, they were all uh, not plot surprises. They were more like smaller things. Yeah. Like I just when, felt like, like when Voight shows up, I was yeah. like, oh, you know, I had a feeling he was still alive. Oh, but no, he's messed up. And yeah. it was stuff like that. You know. Yeah, I just feel like okay. So what I was trying to say, explain before yeah. was like usually you have the thing where it starts out with kind of mystery and it starts mm-hmm. out characters not knowing what's going on. Then oftentimes they'll either find something that gives more information mm-hmm. or a person that yeah. can kind of be the the exposition yeah. character. And then at that point they build upon that and mm-hmm. then they become more and more, you know, I think pro- if proactive. they had if, and if, if that group of characters yeah. had found like those books that they found in the in like the library at the at Voigt's mansion. Yeah. If they had found those through other ways, and that's, before going to yes. the mansion, and that's then that would have given say, them. The, but a at lot that of my point, issue it was, was like, the fact that when they get to the house, that's like the climax of the movie. I mean, literally, that's the climax of the oh, movie because everything it, else, it, sure. the rest of the movie, yeah. all takes place there. That's the halfway point of the movie, right, which they, is crazy. They, though, like they get to the house, mm-hmm. they are looking around. There's stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we the Cenobites show up, yeah, and Voice Cent shows up, and it's you know all the different, you know, and that all sort of builds to the climax. And the problem is, we have the Trevor reveal. At, we at get at that point, the character, all of the characters are still doing the, what's going on, huh? Yeah, yeah. What is that thing? And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 that's a thing you do for like the first like you know yeah, yeah, third first, of the movie, yeah, yeah. and then the middle third is like the mm-hmm. like you know, developing the story and yeah. the characters. And then like the last part is the part where the characters just get it done. Yeah. You right? have, you can have shock and awe, especially in, in considering the 
you know, story scenario given here uh, on, on characters later in the film, but you can't do it for the same things that they were going, what about right, exactly. the first half of the movie? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you need to change the parameters a bit there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, you have to, like, escalate it, or mm-hmm, you have to, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's, I, I and feel it felt kind like they like, were trying to do the escalation thing of, yeah. like, the reveal of, like, Trevor was working for Voight. Yeah. But it's like... Oh, well, just Voight showing up at all. It so and... flat. Yeah, like, yeah. the emotion... Well, but at no that real... point, at that point, everybody hated, was well, kind of not hated, but was kind of like, Trevor was becoming a more of a problem well, well, there was, already. Well, the problem is, is that there wasn't enough, like, emotional... Like, the, the closest thing to any kind of emotional spark... In the whole thing was the early stuff with um, what's the main girl's name? Oh, Riley. Riley with Riley and Matt. Oh, oh Matt, her, her brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. The stuff where they're kind of arguing, mm-hmm. and then like where she like leaves the house. Well, he basically kicks her out, and then yeah. and then he and ends up like, getting oh, caught, he, and yeah. then he like le- she like leaves right away instead yeah. of you know w- waiting till the morning or whatever. And 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 yeah. uh, but like like that kind of emotional stuff was the only part that really had any real spark. Mm-hmm. Like, we're told that, uh, um, was it Colin? Colin, yeah. Is, is, like, Matt's, like, boyfriend. Yeah. And they live together and stuff like that. And then they have... Well, because they live at the house. And then, and the then Nora's the roommate. And like, her roommate. Yeah. But, like, at, none of those characters ever really express any real emotion towards each other. Like, they all just kind of... They're in the same place. They hang out. Yeah. And they do everything together. But they have no real like emotional scenes between each other. Like they're, it never. They're seems, just they're they're aloof early twenties. Like 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 Riley, her whole thing is like, oh, if I can I can get the resurrection power, and I, I can bring, bring my back brother back. back. Yeah, yeah. Which of course by the end she realizes like yeah. it's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, when she gives him the hug. Yeah. And she sees him as, yeah. and then it does of course the yeah. camera switch and it shows and you it was, really is. And, and, and in terms yeah. of like figuring things out mm. and like a character actually taking like their own initiative and taking yeah. you know that was probably one of the strongest moments yeah. is her realization of the fact that like that's not gonna, it's not going to work like that like mm-hmm. you can't just be like oh I'll take I'll have my brother yeah. back and then they're just going to give him give yeah. him, bring him back oh he's going to be normal gr- life yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. going to be normal yeah like, that's not going to happen everything that she's seen she knows <laughs> that that's not yeah, how yeah, it works yeah. right so the idea that she accepts he's gone mm-hmm. and the idea that she'll have to live with mm-hmm. that and and basically deal with it like anyone else because well, at a certain point it just becomes we need to it. finish the configuration so she yeah. becomes like basically like uncursed from it and, you know? and and you know deal with you know like anyone else who yeah. loses a loved one yeah. you have to deal with it you have to you know find a way to deal with it and so she just accepts that and so of course the centerbites are just like oh well you've chosen you know because she's chosen life yeah which yeah. is the lament configuration because it's you know the lament of like having yeah to you go, have to live having to live with you know this yeah yeah you, the difficulties well, of, of well basically the, you know, it's life it's we're not going to torture you you now live in a yeah, hell yeah, of your yeah, own yeah. making yeah exactly yeah. it's life that tortures you it's it's so uh, so like, like it, in it, in in some ways me, the, the 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 priestess character she's like she's like like you what you're doing good to do to yourself is like in some ways worse than what we could have done you yeah, know yeah you know because we're because they're all about. Yeah. They're all about the physical. Yeah. Right? But, like, they know that, like, like only humans can put themselves through the mental anguish. Right? right? You know? So, so that was, like, one of the strongest aspects mm-hmm. to me, like, was when mm-hmm. she f- sort of made that choice. Yeah. Uh, because that was something we were kind of lacking in much of the rest of the film. But what about, like, Colin? Like, he just, he never expressed any kind of emotional thing about, like, like oh, like, like, you know, Matt was... Like that, Matt meant anything other than yeah, it was just like it, this other guy. I, I and same thing, like with weird. Nora. Like, like I understand in horror movies, you don't always have time. Yeah. You don't have. I mean, it's all happening in real time. Characters necessarily having like these, you know, big emotional things about about like say like a character being killed off. Because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you got to move on with the story. We can but do like, a little bit, but they, but you have to do something. Yeah. And they didn't even really f- like. Well, That's why, like, a lot of movies, you spend a bunch of time with characters at the beginning just hanging out. Yeah. And you show them as, like, if it's a group of friends, you show them as friends and what their interactions yeah. are, what their chemistry they, is. They tried to do that, but they, they cut it too short. They yeah. Cut it. But, but at the same time, this movie is still two, two hours. hours long. I know. There was so much going on in I this know. movie. I'm like, well, how could they Well, it's not exactly even... super fast moving either. It... Uh, that too. I... But at the same time, I didn't feel like it was slogging anywhere. Yeah. Like... Uh, for me personally, I I was like, well, when they got to the house and they got in there 
and everybody, I was like, oh, here we go. Here's the wrap up. There's still an hour left in this film. They just got to the house and there's an hour left. What? How can there be an hour left in this film? Everybody's about to die in the next 15 minutes. What's going to go? But of course, that was before Voight shows up again yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. And I was, yeah. they needed to dial back on like the volume of story they wanted to shove in this movie and hit it, a hit each character a little more, you know. Although I did appreciate that none of the characters, um, it, it, it sort of goes into a bit where you're talking about with Colin there, where they sort of traded out the horror movie trope of characters just doing stupid stuff for anytime anybody would be doing something stupid or like overly emotional or anything, they're just befuddled. Like yeah. they're just doing the, they're doing the, like it's sort of, yeah. It, Cause it wasn't even, really work it wasn't that. even a panic. They, yeah. Nobody even really panicked. Well, they were a just, little bit in the car scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the that van, was the van that scene. was a very exceptional. Like, this is going on right here. Yeah. But it's, that's where like, things I kind of got like more they had a, monster like, movie ish because they're does. driving away and they're like they're looking back yeah. and they're like, and it's yeah, yeah. just like, is that this movie? Like, not really. Well, that, that was actually kind of like we. It's kind none of none of the characters kind of before. Like, they don't do that before yeah. or after. Like. When they go out and they formulate the plan yeah. to like, I'm going to go out there, we're going to close the gates, we're going to trap one of them in here with yeah, us, yeah, yeah. we're going to stab it because it's, it'll take anybody it stabs, even another Cenobite yeah. even, evidently. Well, they didn't know that. Yeah. Because well, the that first was time was by accident. Yeah, when they were trapped in the and gate And then they there, realized it worked. Trevor was getting chewed on there yeah. by the, the chitterer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and it was like, oh, like this works on anybody. Yeah. Like, we can We can just, you know, because it wasn't like the Cenobites were really like, doing a you know we're gonna ambush them and there's you know in a clever yeah, way no. they're just like we're just gonna stand out here and wait well i mean they didn't have a choice yeah. because that the how the way the house was built they couldn't get in anyway yeah, but when they were um, outside mm -hmm. um but it was like oh like they got a plan it seems like they can actually i'm like this is like a way step above the usual just like running and screaming that you usually get in in you know sort of i don't want to say like I don't, I don't i don't know what the budget was on this but, um, oh, I mean, you know, it wasn't a low budget film, but it, you know, wasn't not too high, I would imagine. Yeah, pretty, pretty. Um, the actor, the, the, the lack of like big known, it's uh, not listed, but yeah, couldn't, um, couldn't have been too much. I mean, outside of Trevor, I had never seen any of these people before. Uh, not Trevor, sorry, uh, Roland. Voight. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's uh, uh Goran, yeah, yeah, Vinicic. he's, he's yeah. pretty, he's yeah. been around a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, well, uh, technically, um, but you just may not have recognized uh, Jamie Clayton, who plays Pinhead, the the priest, was has been in like, uh, been in stuff like she was oh. in uh, Sense Eight was one of the like, oh, okay. main cast in that. I haven't. Yeah, it's been a long time since yeah, I've yeah, seen well, that. Oh yeah, fair enough. But yeah, a number um, of things, so. uh, Odessa Zion, who yeah. played Riley, yeah. she looks super familiar. But I looked at her thing and I didn't recognize anything that she had been in. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, I guess maybe I had just seen her in yeah, you know, I mean, new uh, stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, she definitely had some talent. I just mm -hmm. think, you know, I'd like to see her in something maybe a little more well-written. Yeah. I mean, it was... In some ways, this was so much, so much better than I kind of thought it could be. Because I'm like, coming in from, you know, where that series ended on the, the previous iteration of, of Hellraiser movies, mm -hmm. you know, this, this being anything other than like a four out of 10 is, you know, kind of like, wow, that's kind of incredible that you even meant it. Like what would you say? 65, 68%, uh, 65, 65, like the fact that they hit a 65. Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. It is. <laughs> you know, yeah. especially because um, it's actually, probably more than what i would give it but. you know uh i yeah. would probably give it around that same you know like a c plus yeah. you know i there was nothing about it i, uh, I like actively is, is that doesn't make it worse it. than no like 90 no, no. percent well, of well, that's, all horror movies exactly so, exactly yeah. you know it's a very large genre that's known for having a lot of very mediocre movies yeah. in it yeah. so but well, but at the same time it has had a bit of a resurgence in recent years to yeah. Um, well, we lived like so a, a long lot of really high quality ones with out. accepting that like 
compared to like a lot of other great movies, horror movies were just like a satisfying seven out of ten. Yeah. They they've moved and then a little bit. We've of gotten more. some like nine and ten yeah. out of ten horror they, movies lately, and we're like, oh no. In recent years, <laughs> they've moved more away from like just churning out like entries of the same franchise over yeah. and over and over that are just like super mediocre. Yeah. And what they've moved more towards is having a lot of standalone but like similar feeling movies often made mm. by like the same people, right? right? So like people will watch like, you know, so and so like um you know uh I I'm not thinking of any names right now, mm. but like, you know, there'll be some of these newer some of these younger filmmakers that are coming out that are doing these right. like really highly acclaimed horror movies now. Like their next movie will be very anticipated because people will be like, oh, their their previous one was great. Mm. And then the next one, like, oh, that's really great. And the next one's really great. Um, but they're all different story. Like, they're all, they're not trying to make a franchise. They're just making, like, a bunch of different things. I mean, not quite horror movies, but in the same ballpark as horror movies, uh, what's his name? Is this, it did, like, The Witch and The Lighthouse. Yeah, and, yeah, Robert yeah. Eggers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would definitely. I mean, Nosferatu is coming up, and yeah, yeah. that, I mean, that I could think, be more horror-y. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that qualifies on a certain level. I mean, definitely The Witch is a could be considered a type of horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little more on the sort of... Suspense. Yeah, yeah, thriller type of thing. But but it's definitely probably could be considered a type of horror movie. And I mean, even uh, like The Lighthouse is oh, kind yeah. of like almost like a kind of horror. Psychological But a very horror, yeah. different than the typical when mm-hmm. people think of like horror. Like it's not a slasher film, obviously, right? Yeah. But but yeah, like for sure. Somebody like that or somebody like, you know, like a Mike Flanagan yeah. or, you know, uh, Lee Winnell, um, you know, Obviously, yes, he also started big franchises like Saw, but like in terms of his own films that he's mm-hmm. been making, like directing, they're usually. More... What's his most recent one? Uh, most recent, I think, was. Oh God, um, did they make? Did it... did they have anything after Invisible Man yet? Um, no, because Invisible Man, yeah, was that was just twenty twenty. So I think okay. he's got projects in the the, the, okay but i don't think there's yeah i couldn't remember oh right he's working on um the the kind of pseudo reboot whatever it is for escape from new york oh right where it's like we don't really know exactly no what that is not really a sequel not really a remake we don't really reimagining maybe Mm -hmm. uh we don't know exactly what that is but apparently he's working on that uh as well as um early development on a sequel to the invisible man uh right okay and also there's going a sequel um in limited series form for upgrade oh yes it's also yes being worked on so uh, upgrade uh the surprising surprising a movie that was way better than it, we had any thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah um well i mean kind of i mean go go seems... knock off tom hardy yeah, yeah, that was weird, but yeah. he did a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, not to discredit that actor, I've seen him in a number of things, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he's he's fine. Um, uh, it, uh, you know, but uh, whatever. yeah, because I mean, the the two sort of, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he has had no direct involvement in. The Saw films since the third. Oh, so, so the last time seven. He hasn't touched the last and then seven. Insidious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's usually for the Insidious stuff. Uh, he did contribute to the writing for quite a while, but even that, it seems like he's mostly just mm. kind of like park yeah. your car in the lot type of uh, oh, stuff yeah, now yeah, yeah. for the next one because they have another Insidious coming out this year. But yeah. But yeah, like, you know, just stuff like that. So, yeah. you know. But I, again, it's a lot of original works, not. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that being said, do you think they'll make a sequel to this? Uh, well, that's what I was saying is is that now that Barker has, like, fully has the rights, I guess it's kind of up to him. Yeah. So, if, like I said, I wasn't able to really find any real information as to, like, how he actually feels directly about this movie. I, obviously, he had some. He had some involvement. Yeah. Um. And obviously, there's certain aspects of it that seem very right out of his, you know, thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, things like, you know, 
having Penebi the priest instead of yeah. Pinhead and and you know the depictions of Leviathan and and Hell and all that kind of stuff and even some of the like the cinema designs and stuff seem very yeah. the, all the treatments are very much yeah, yeah yeah so I mean like I I I could see him at least thinking this movie was okay because mm-hmm. it definitely breaks out of he's like I give it a 65 it breaks <laughs> it breaks the mold maybe that's where that number came from yeah, yeah. Um, it breaks the mold certainly of of it just being just like another mm-hmm. whatever trash like horror franchise that you just pump out like it definitely breaks the mold of that so I could see him being kind of like oh you know that's something worth running running with um, but uh whether that they would do that or whether they would just yeah I, I, who knows i mean maybe he doesn't want any more movies made maybe he's like yeah. he wants the rights so that he can stop other people from making, I, I mean to making fi- crappy hellraiser well, movies you know and he doesn't even considering to how it went in the past not a bad call right yeah maybe, maybe you know so maybe that's what it's about i yeah. don't know yeah um i haven't heard anything like any further announcements mm-hmm. um it's hard to say in this day and age with like, you know, with these like all this kind of straight to streaming kind of stuff, right? Like, because what exactly entails like success? Like, you know, because there's no box office, so it's like okay, we have no idea what what were they looking for? Out yeah, of this? like like were they looking for a certain number of viewers, or yeah, were they yeah, looking yeah. for a certain amount of like like buzz online about it like mm-hmm. like like just you know it being like like trending or whatever they call yeah. it you know and know. of course I'm, that, really, I'm really old <laughs> that, no but that varies so much you, you too know, from who knows from, what that means right from like looking at some of the shows that like say netflix has canceled over the last yeah like last year just shows that came out last year that netflix did where they failed to renew yeah the second season and then they talk about like the numbers the show gets and i'm like if this was network television those shows would be renewed for like a second and third season already. When the, you're talking about like, yeah, you're talking about like, I mean, maybe five it's just to eight the, the million money. viewers on a show. Yeah. Like, barely anything gets that anymore, you know. Uh, uh, but again, it's hard to say. Like, what does that really mean? But which Netflix? Like, what does that mean? Right? Yeah. yeah. And again, so we. We, we can't compare what we know of, exactly. of old that, television so to new television, that, right? Well, yeah. And with movies, it's even harder oh, because yeah. it's like, okay, there's no box office. It's just, yeah. there. I guess it's the closest equivalent is like, you know, how well did it do on home video, I suppose? Yeah, which, yeah. Which saved a lot <laughs> of movies. What are the rental monies? Which a lot yeah, of movies yeah. were saved by mm-hmm. that, right? Because movies that flopped in the theater often yeah. would find... Smaller budget films. Would find could, new life yeah. on video. Mm-hmm. And but now it's just all streaming, so you're kind of like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, how, you know, how, how many people bought it on iTunes, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's... again, I mean, that yeah. was something that you know shows like Smallville and things like that. Yeah. They thrived off of that, you know, because that was pre-streaming. Yeah, so like things like people buying the episodes on iTunes was like huge mm-hmm. because you know they were a small sort of, uh, you know, they weren't like a true network and yeah. stuff like that. So they were, you know. It was hard to, and then of course, like when things became like the CW and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and all the CW apparently was has never been profitable ever. Uh, yeah. So. Well, it, it is surprising when you find out, like a sort of, I guess this sort of a more recent years thing when you find out about like certain networks and studios and stuff like that. They were just like, oh no, we were just never. We made enough money to make the next thing, yeah. but we were never, we were never like banking. Yeah. And it's like. But you went on for like twenty five years. How does that work? It's just like it's it just it just you, it's you know business it, for you. Yeah, and it's just like oh, and then now you know, sort of post twenty twenty with everything kind of changing, changing and collapsing, and yeah, and so you're wondering like why are all these things disappearing? And it's like no, they all should have disappeared like a decade ago. Yeah. But just due to reasons, they were able to hang on. Yeah, you know, yeah. and absolutely, and it's yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I guess yeah. we'll find out. I mean, it's still quite new, right? Like, yeah. this literally has been out for it's only a few months. months. Yeah, so, way too soon. I yeah. mean, at some point, we'll find out. You know, maybe sometime this year, we might find out if they're going to do any more. And then it'll probably be, you know, another couple, couple, of, years. couple of years before yeah. anything really is, sees the light of day. So, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that doesn't move fast anymore. You know, the days the days of that are gone. The, the days of, the like... flip over immediate yeah. annual sequels. Like, like, like Son of Kong. Yeah. <laughs> right? They 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 told them like, oh yeah, we'd like a sequel to King Kong. 
but it has to be out this year. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, like, this wasn't, like, a planned, like, we're going to make two movies. We're going to make a first movie, a second movie, back to back. And we're going to, like, film them together. Mm. And then we're going to, like, you know, do some post-production and, and pace them out. So, like, we got one coming out here and then one coming out, like, at the end of the year. No, no. This was the whole first movie was made, finished, released. Then they were like, yeah, you, you can, can make do, another do, one. But game. it has to be out this year. <laughs> From scratch. Yeah. Yeah. You, that doesn't happen anymore. No. Now it's like, you know, it takes a year to green light the sequel, and then it takes like another two years to write it, and then it takes another year, year post-production, to write it, and then another year of post-production. You're lucky if it's five, you know, five years. I mean, we're still at five years since the first season of Taboo. Yeah. Where's my season two? Yeah. You know? Like, Yikes. the fact that that's acceptable, that yeah. you could just be like, is there going to be a season two? Yes. When? When? When we get to it. Eventually, someday, <laughs> five, six years from now, they're still working on it. Yeah. You know, like, oh. and that's just a thing now. Like, that's yeah. just, you know, a normal, you know, and, and even shows that are, like, in regular production, like, you know, t like, two years between seasons is not unheard of these mm, days. Yeah. You know, like, it's... You know? It's it it is very like as a consumer I find it like somewhat annoying because I'm like in two years I am not going to remember anything about this <laughs> like no yes, matter how much they're counting on the no matter how much I they're like counting it on now. that rewatching yeah the binging people, <laughs> jokes on that because people binge and then yeah. they binge again and then they binge again and yeah you know. yeah yeah uh, I I don't know how re binging helps networks though like well I'm not saying it helps them. I'm just saying they expect that people do that yeah. to be ready for the next. Yeah. season right yeah i guess that's true yeah see but, my thing is is i just go i'm not gonna watch it at all <laughs> until i know there's gonna be another season and then, and then i'll watch the first season right, right before the second season comes out yeah you and know? then when they say there's a third season you're like son of a <laughs> yeah well but by then but hopefully i'll be invested enough yeah. that i'll care enough see yeah. the problem is, is the first seasons i don't usually care right like i'm just like i'm not that invested yeah. so it's just like eh whatever so it's like you wait for there to be a second season yeah. then you know it's safe to get invested yeah and then you can you know yeah see i'm the reverse i usually get less invested the longer the show runs on because it usually gets worse well no no so. no, no eventually yeah sure yeah. when it gets to like season five six seven mm. and you're just bored of it at that yeah, point, yeah yeah for sure for sure but like you know for for like three maybe four it's you yeah. know you can get really invested you know i mean i watched the first six seasons of the X-Files back in the day, yeah. like religiously. And it was probably like, you could probably consider it like my favorite show at the time, right? Like I was obsessed with that show and I was like, it was such a big deal to me. And then like after season six, I was just like, okay, I'm good. Hmm? I got what I want out of that yeah, show. Yeah. And there was like four more seasons <laughs> after that. Three, three, three more, more seasons. seasons after three that, more seasons. Right? One was short. And I'm but... not saying that they, I mean, there was some good episodes in those later seasons, and I have mm. gone back and seen a few of them, but, like, I never felt like I needed more of X-Files after that. Yeah. But, like, it, I've been completely, like, yeah. And so nowadays, when shows tend to have, like, these shorter runs, but they're much more, like, focused and more, like, more the quality over quantity aspect... Like, I kind of like that. Like, it, it, it's... I mean, obviously, it's it's kind of similar to, like, the, the the British sort of model that they've always done, right. you know. Uh, I mean, famously, you know, like, like stuff like, uh, you know, Faulty Towers, considered, mm. like, one of the best shows of all time. What mm. do they have, like... 12 episodes. 12 episodes yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that? 10 ever, episodes. right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's... it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's cool that, you know, The Prisoner, there was, yeah. you know, 17 episodes total, right? I mean, the closest equivalence we had to things like that before was, like, things like maybe Twin Peaks, like the original sure. Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, it kind of went down... Like, it, they had a full second season, the, and it kind of went downhill a bit. The way right? we consume... Like, they couldn't even sustain it for two whole no. seasons. The way we consume know? TV is so different, like, here. Like, I mean, it's why, like, the miniseries, like, died. Yeah. Because, like, it, even that wasn't a sustainable model. Yeah. When really, what was that but... Well, a miniseries was basically just, like, a really long TV movie yeah. that you had to come you back Cut up and, because of... And you, watch, couldn't, like, you couldn't grab that much airtime at a, at a yeah. you know... Yeah. yeah, it was just, like, a four-hour TV movie, but you'd mm -hmm. watch it in two two-hour parts or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay. 
I mean, I guess, so it's a show. I guess like the, <laughs> I guess the six the six episode Netflix series is yeah. the new miniseries. You yeah, know, where it is basically like yeah. this. Oh, this is a four hour well, movie. Sometimes it works great. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. it works great. I mean, yeah. I watched. You know, I did my thing of putting mm-hmm. off watching Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, all those. What, yeah. Because I did well. Because the weird thing is, I watched season one as it came out, and then mm-hmm. like. And then at season two, I was just like, ah, whatever. Because well, you can watch it as a, a then, as like a, a uninterrupted. Yeah. And then it all came out, and then I was like, oh, I guess I should probably try to watch season two now. And it's like, all right, well, I'm just gonna, you know, I'll start it, and then I'll just see, you know, I'll watch an episode, maybe, maybe watch, you know, an episode every couple of days or something. I watched all of Mandalorian season two in one day. <laughs> That's crazy. Which is not yeah. Stop. yeah. Because I mean, each episode was a variable length, but yeah. But it felt like. Exactly like you say, like it felt like this, like a miniseries that was mm-hmm. all like one thing, and it floats so well, and um, yeah, like there's some things like that, um, like a lot, some of the Marvel stuff, yeah, like um, uh, what was the one, um, oh god, uh, like the most recent, oh She Hulk, no, not She Hulk, was that the most recent? That was most, but before that, oh Miss Marvel, no, I shouldn't have brought it up if I couldn't remember what I was gonna say. That's okay. But anyways, one of them, I can't remember yeah. which one. Oh, Hawkeye. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, that felt like a really good, yep. where it was, like, all one story, and mm-hmm. it was, like, yeah, it was, like... No time but jumps, you could watch no it. nothing. It, it felt was... like it was, like, a movie mm-hmm. that was just split up into... Broken these... into 30, 40-minute segments. Yeah, yeah, and you could watch them, and so, like, you could watch, like, you could watch, like, if you had the time, you could watch Hawkeye all in one go. Mm. It'd be a long time, but, I mean... But, like, it would flow the way, like, a movie where, mm. like, you have that character development and the story develops. You don't have that thing where, like, like oh, here's the episode that where we just waste time for an hour. Yeah. That so many shows we have. Because pl- right? we, we got to please advertisers. Yeah, like, that so many yeah. shows have where you have, like, a 20-episode season or, yeah. uh, you know. And, um... Or you have, like, the Star Trek thing where, like, you have a team of writers frantically trying to come up with 26 <laughs> good stories, you know, and they're just like, no, oh, we gotta get this out, we gotta get this out, yeah. you know, and it's like... Zero time to... It's like, to... okay, well, when you know that, and then you see, the like, a show like that, and you're just like, well, it's a miracle there was as many good episodes as there were, right? Because they were basically having to just turn that stuff out and Mm -hmm. because it was episodic and they didn't have like an ongoing storyline to kind of fall back on yeah every episode they had to come up with a new story Mm. and it's like damn (laughs) we're we're really lucky they had as many good ones as they had yeah you know because you that is not how they do things anymore uh on shows Mm -hmm. so yeah exactly it's just so different Mm -hmm. and in most ways i would say better which is funny because generally I tend to be somebody who's very nostalgic about like how things used to be. It's like, yeah. oh, back in the day, like I like, and in a, for most things that's true. Um, like I think like sitcoms, I hate, I don't like modern kind of sitcoms. Now there was a lot of crappy old sitcoms too, so it's one hundred percent admittedly the rose-colored glasses yeah. effect where I'm looking back at all the best of the sitcoms of Will you remember but, what you watched. But those not, are the ones that yeah. like stood the test of time, right? Yeah. But but like for the most part in terms of not necessarily well, the specific shows thing... but like or the content but the way that shows are made now I think for the most part is better yeah. than the way it was done. Before. I think also a big thing too is but the culture is different it's, too. Yeah, and the industry is so different much easier to filter now. Yeah, like you don't have to experiment as much with TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Or an, oh, sure. Back like, in the day, you just watched whatever was on. Yeah, and now yeah, it's just you, like you know, like I know what I'm gonna watch. Like shows that I'm like gonna watch. Yeah, long before they ever even air, and anything that isn't those shows yeah. generally. I never even look at. Yeah, yeah. And well, because first off, you can only watch so many shows. Yeah, you know. And so once I've got like two or three that I know I want to watch in like a given time span, that's that's what I'm gonna. St- and like, yes, I might miss some good, other good ones, you know. But you know, if I got time, I can always go we, back. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not like, well, let's watch an episode of this to see if it's good. Let's watch an episode of that to see if it's good. Like, I don't have time for that, you know. Uh, we just started going through um, Hell on Wheels. Did you see that? Uh, Hell on Wheels. Remind me. 
it's like the railroad just after the Civil War railroad. So it's what Anson Mount before he was in oh. Star Trek before he was in Star Trek. Oh, okay. Worlds. No, I don't think no. I've seen that. No, it's really good. Oh, okay. And, uh, speaking of Star Trek, also uh, Colin Meany's also like a major oh. character in it, and you know from his O'Brien um, and many yeah. other things. Uh, yeah, real good. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Seen like the first three episodes, I think now. I've and, got uh, five seasons, so nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, well, I'm gonna put that on my. It's uh... really good. Um, yeah, got got. It's got some really interesting aspects. So, yeah. it, it feels like one of those shows where, like, you know, it they use the sort of like this is the basic setup of like this is the entry point, but like that's just a way to get us into the situation yeah. so that then it can spread out in, like all these other things that are going on. So I, I have a feeling that there's going to be like a lot of uh, interesting stuff to, to look forward to. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this episode up. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening this mm-hmm. week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another movie. Yep. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye-bye.